What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 197. We're here on Thursday, July 9th, and it's a hot one out there today. But before we jump into the show, we have a very important message from the Trump campaign who we've partnered with. Obviously, you know we here at Triggered are in full support of the president's reelection, and we'll be working very hard for it over the next four months The president has a huge announcement for his top supporters. We will be celebrating the 2020 Republican National Convention this summer, and he wants you to enter for your chance to join him at the convention. If you win, the team will cover the flight, hotel, and give you VIP passes for yourself and a guest. All you have to do is text GUEST to 88022 today for your chance to meet President Trump at the convention. Again, that's GUEST. G-U-E-S-T to 88022 to enter this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to be his special guest. This message was paid for by Donald J. Trump for President, Incorporated. So we're joined today here on Triggered by a very special guest and great patriot, RNC National Spokesperson Liz Harrington. Thanks for joining us today here on Triggered, Liz. Thanks for having me. So uh, we wanted to have you on today because we've been talking a lot to our audience over the past month or so uh, since the liberal mob has taken to the streets, uh, you know, of these Democratic-run cities about how this election is it. You know, this is the election to save America and how important it is to play a very active part in President Trump's reelection and to get off the sidelines. So tell us, you know, in your opinion, what's the best way to get involved? We've mentioned the Trump 2020 app. Uh, where you can register to make phone calls and help register people to vote and, of course, uh, donate money. That's all important always. What does the RNC need the most out of loyal Republicans right now? Well, you're absolutely right. It's an incredibly important election. It's about not just keeping America great, but keeping America, America, which Mm -hmm. we've seen the radical left is just out to destroy it and tear us down and divide us and really doing fundamentally anti-American things. So you mentioned the Trump campaign app. You can see all the the events going on there, but you can also go to trumpvictory.com. That's our joint RNC Trump campaign operation where you can look at your zip code, you can look where you are and see where people are getting together. Now that we're opening up our country again, people are getting out of their homes and they're knocking doors and they're going to registration voter drives. They're doing trainings. They're meeting back in person. We think it's so essential to have that community and be among like-minded individuals that love this country. We all have one thing in common, and that's it. We love America. And so if you go to TrumpVictory.com, you can see these events that are going on in your area. The rallies are starting back up again. There's going to be one in New Hampshire. We're going to continue to grow those uh, at a lot of airport hangars, so they're indoor and outdoor, and people can feel comfortable. But we want to really continue that force, that grassroots energy that never has gone away. It's, in fact, grown because Americans really see what this is all about. Americans are smart. They have common sense. And when Democrats continue to adopt such a radical left wing agenda that goes to the heart against our fundamental freedoms, free speech, freedom of thought, uh, freedom to gather, freedom to assemble the against the application, equal application of the law, which we're seeing in so many Democrat cities where protesters for a certain social justice, politically correct cause are given a pass while others cannot go to church, cannot play in a playground if you're in the Jewish community, community in Brooklyn. 
these are really uh, troubling developments we've seen that Democrats have taken a lot of power during this pandemic and Americans of all races, religions, creeds see it for what it is. And it's important to get involved and to defend our country and really be among patriotic Americans that come really from across all ideological um, spectrums. We've seen President Trump has actually been much more unifying behind this idea of America, what we stand for, the freedoms we love. So there's a space for everyone there that just wants to live in freedom and continue that peace and prosperity that we had under President Trump's administration and what we're getting back to uh, right now as we speak. Yeah, and I, I think that's 100% spot on because uh, we both come from New Jersey and I was just up there this past weekend and people who never supported the president in the past have now said he's the only one standing up for America. And I, I think that was a very interesting thing to see. And, you, you know, these are Democrats that I know, too. So I think the silent majority is stronger than ever. I think the president's 100 percent right when he says that. And, you know, what what do you make of these polls that are coming out? Because all we ever hear about from the, you know, the left wing media, mainstream media, which is one and the same about the polls. Uh, we don't buy them. We've been talking about it a lot. You know, obviously, there's internal polls too, the RNC and the campaign. Uh, but what drives you most crazy about these polls, you know, showing Biden with a quote, you know, air quote, huge lead with mostly registered voters these polls are in, which are obviously ridiculous. Are they continuing to try to suppress the Trump vote or uh, what, do, what do you think is the, the goal behind those? It's fascinating to me that the media establishment refuses to learn any lessons from what voters have been telling them for a very long time and they're beholden to these failed metrics when mm -hmm. they know they were wrong in 2016. That's why they <laughs> had to you know, scream about Russia for three years and then it was Ukraine and now, you know, now it's back to Russia again. They refuse to change anything and learn what did they miss? And they're missing it again. And that's what's, you know, I'm not troubled by it. Mm -hmm. I'm actually just kind of amused that they literally can't come up with anything else. It's the same headlines. It's Hillary Clinton was up by 10 and 12 points. Now it's just substitute Joe Biden. Um, it's the same, oh, the Republican Party's abandoning Donald Trump. No, yeah. we're not. We're more united <laughs> than we've ever been. It, right. It's amazing. I mean, a handful of former Bush staffers who were never really Republican anyway, yep. um, they're the same. They're, they're never Trump. I mean, they haven't changed. They're over on MSNBC and CNN where they belong. Uh, we're actually more united than we've ever been. And they're missing that. And they wonder with these, these polling metrics, um, they wonder why after years, and we certainly see it, uh, seen it accelerate in the past several months, this just vitriol and hatred for anyone who happens to support President Trump. Mm -hmm. Why would you tell a stranger, oh yeah, I support him? Why, you, why would you do that on the phone? Uh, obviously, they suppress their own polls in a way, the, their metric to not get an accurate poll because they're just so, this cultural... Um, just trying to put everyone down for disagreeing with you. I mean, they've right, turned right. it up to 11. I mean, this is deplorable and irredeemable. That was Hillary's line. Well, now it's cancel you. 
Uh, now it's uh, you're just a racist just because you go to a President Trump rally. You're a racist, according to the media, for saying all men and women of all colors, born and unborn, are endowed by their creator. They said that's dark yeah. and divisive and mm -hmm. racial tension. So they lie. I'm more just amused at that they can't come up with anything else. You heard Nancy Pelosi say it today. We're going to get to the bottom of President Trump's ties to Russia that he's still yeah. hiding. What planet are you living on? I mean, that's, they that's were the, the hoax. It's, I mean, it's unbelievable. It was the Democrats who were colluding. Uh, and it was all a lie. And, and you know, it's this, these political vendettas that, that they can't come up with any new tricks. It's the old, same old swamp tricks. But the American people get it. And the polls are just flat out wrong. And they're always oversampling Democrats. The most interesting thing I do find about the polls, when you're asking a bunch of Democrats who probably aren't even likely voters, you yeah. do see the lack of enthusiasm for Joe Biden. It's not there. New York Times just had a poll. They were trying to push this narrative that, oh, the Democrats are really so united. Well, Bernie Sanders, who was on his way to be the Democrat nominee until they made some phone calls and got everyone to drop out. Yeah. It's for Joe Biden. Only 21% of Bernie Sanders supporters have a very favorable view of Joe Biden. And of course, why would they? Why would they be a fan of Joe Biden? So he does not, they do not have that unity. They do not have the enthusiasm and they're they're missing the big story once again. Yeah, I was I was talking to uh, one of our columnists, Kurt Schlichter last night, and he was saying the same thing. Let them make the mistake again. Let them make the mistake again of thinking mm -hmm. that we're the underdogs here because you know President Trump is America's greatest cheerleader. Matt says it all the time here on the podcast. They just can't stand that the president loves America and will cheerlead for America no matter what. And I, I think you're you're spot on there that let you know let them just do what they want to do and think that they're winning. But at the end of the day, Republicans are more united than ever. And and bringing up Joe Biden, you know, he he basically has said now police have become the enemy. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, let's circle back to the polls for a second, Liz. I mean, we talk about how, like, Democrats can't, can't come up with anything over sampling Democrats. I mean, we're, we're four months away, less than four months away from the yeah. election, which is like a lifetime in politics. <laughs> and then we have Joe Biden calling cops enemies of the people. We have Ilhan Omar saying that we need to dismantle America's system of oppression. I mean, what, what's your take on how conservatives and how the Republican Party especially can, can fight back against this type of rhetoric? Because we have a lot of people who are who are not really Republicans, who are mo mostly left of center, I would say, mm -hmm. who are afraid to speak up because of, um, you know, of getting engulfed by the lefty mob. I mean, the New York Times and the Philadelphia Inquirer had editors scalped over this for, for headlines and, and, and running Tom Cotton's op-ed. And also, do you think that the polls are going to maybe hopefully shift with, with all this? I mean, mm -hmm. cops are the enemies of the people. I mean, this, I mean, let them, yeah, like, like we say, let them make the mistake. I mean, they seem to be walking right back into the meat grinder again. Yeah. With this, with these type of proposals. Well, talk about dark and divisive. Right, I mean, calling exactly. the police, they've become the enemy. I mean, this is what's so crystal clear about Joe Biden as well. So his handlers, uh, his bunch of woke twenty-something staffers say, "Oh no, no, <laughs> we're not gonna, we're not gonna defund the police. That's crazy talk." And then the second they get him out of the basement and he's in front of an activist, he folds. He says. Hell yeah, we're going to defund the police. I and mean, that's practically what he said. And he said yeah. they're the enemy and they're, the you know, invading our cities, you know, with military equipment. 
It's complete nonsense. And it's coming at a time when Democrats are literally defunding the police, dismantling the police in Minneapolis, and crime is skyrocketing. And mm-hmm. innocent children, innocent Americans are dying because of this lawlessness. The eight-year-old in Atlanta, because Mayor Bottoms can't get her city under control, uh, it's the autonomous zone shop or whatever you want to call yeah. it, the summer of love. Well, Mayor Durkin, that not, that's not how it turned out yeah. for those teenagers who lost their lives. So the idea that Joe Biden just joins this far left wing bandwagon, it, it shows you exactly what would happen. So in a Biden administration, he's not going to be running anything. We know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's all going to be this race to the left. You want this lawlessness to continue. You want mobs just going and lighting churches on fire and tearing down Frederick Douglass monuments, tearing down Ulysses S. Grant, Lincoln, Washington, splattering paint, uh, defacing our monuments of our founding heroes who literally sacrificed so much for our right to even be out in the street protesting. You know, America is so unique in our founding that they gave, they were so brilliant to write into it that we are created equal and our rights don't come from you, uh, government, they come from God. And so your job, it's gonna be the reverse throughout human history. Government's job is gonna be to protect those fundamental rights. And it's about consent of the Govern. Joe Biden doesn't have consent to leave his basement. He doesn't have consent of anybody. Yeah. <laughs> if you vote for Joe Biden, you are literally voting against what the American ideal is, which is consent of the governed, which is uh, we're going to be ruled by ourselves. You're saying, no, I just want to make myself feel better about myself. I just want anybody else. And I want a guy that won't be making any decisions. And it'll be the same far left corrupt people who tried to subvert the will of the American people last time. They imagine what they're gonna do when they're back in power. And they right. tried to overturn the election results when they lost. What are they gonna do to punish their enemies, as Barack Obama used to say, when they get back in? So this is so important. It's a it strikes to the heart of what this country is all about. And if you vote for Biden, you're disenfranchising yourself. You're saying my vote actually doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter who's at the top of the ticket. Uh, I'm just going to say I'll have an unelected career bureaucrat class, a ruling class where the rules don't apply to them. And they set their political vendettas against the rest of the country. And it's a big it's a big choice for the American people. I think it's a very easy choice to make. And that's really what this election is all about. Absolutely. And and Biden has shown that he has no principles besides centralizing power in Washington and giving it to all of his political cronies. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I Matt mean, talks yeah, about yeah. a lot. You know, go ahead. Well, I mean, I mean, you talk about the his his consent to leave uh, the basement. Yeah. I mean, uh, will he get a uh, permission slip to leave the basement and uh, debate uh, President Trump in the fall? Or is he, or you think he's going to chicken out? It's it well, it's amazing because if you notice when he finally did his first press conference, if you can call it that, because he had his yeah, pre right. yeah. he had his pre-approved list of who he could call on. Uh, they're so terrified that he's going to make a mistake, and he did. 
And the prescription questions, which you can't even read. Yeah. It, it, exactly. <laughs> it's incredible. But when he was asked about this, you'll notice he said, oh, yes, uh, uh, I'm ready. Like in Biden's <laughs> mind, he's still back in 87, challenging the voter to say, yeah. IQ test. Now let's go. Let's do push up. Let's go out the back behind the gym. Let's, <laughs> I can take on anybody in his mind. And that's what his handlers are so worried about. Mm -hmm. Biden wants to do it because he doesn't even know where he is. He thinks he's <laughs> so arrogant. I mean, have you ever seen somebody so arrogant to have been wrong, proven wrong so many times? Yeah. And yet he's so arrogantly wrong. But so he, if he had his way, I mean, he would he would do it. But there, I look, the New York Times is already putting it out there. They're yeah. going to try to wiggle out of this. And it's again, it goes back to that heart of the question. I mean, do you is that what we want, America? You, you don't even get an opportunity to see who you're voting for. They're hiding him away from the American people because they know he's not fit to lead. He's not. He's on any position. He won't be making any position uh, decisions. He won't mm -hmm. be leading. And so we won't even get the opportunity to see him. And they know. And the amazing thing about the New York Times article is they're admitting even level playing field, one on one, President Trump versus Joe Biden. There's no contest. They, I mean, right. There's no way he can. They're admitting <laughs> the fact that again, nobody can go up against President Trump because he's such a great debater and he's got the record of results. I mean, it's gonna be amazing to see. I think the American people are going to demand it. And mm -hmm. you can't get away, but I think that his team is gonna do everything they can to at least limit it to one. But again, if you can't even sit up there for six hours, eight hours, whatever it is over three debates, how can you lead the country? President Trump's already demonstrated he's led the country so successfully for for uh three year over three years and of course with the pandemic we're coming out of it because of the decisions he made uh yep. early uh against china who's going to stick up to china joe biden hunter biden's still getting a 10 percent stake right. from his one and a half billion okay. deal off air force two in beijing I, that's what it is it's the swamp who makes all these promises and never delivers but they end up rich uh, mm -hmm. they, they certainly end up well off. So uh, they, I think the American people will demand it because we still, like we said, that silent majority, Americans, we're not a center left country. We never were. Right. Um, we believe in common sense and it's really insulting to the American people to say that we're just going to run this guy, um, not let you see him, not let you hear from him, not let him debate. And I just don't think that's going to work for them. And I, I think, you know, real Americans across this country see that Joe Biden's not fully there anymore. You know, he's not he's not the Biden of even, you know, when he first started being vice president or when he was senator, you know, gaff after gaff. And he says, oh, I'm running for Senate. Like like you said, I think he really does in his mind may think it's the late 80s, <laughs> you know, well, so Margaret Thatcher is. Yeah. Prime <laughs> um, uh, he's getting the Chinese premier wrong. He's getting uh, he the real bizarre one was a month or six weeks ago when he mistake mistook the Pennsylvania governor Wolf for some 
no-name guy in the 90s who served for like two weeks. It was his mind was like stuck on loop from all of these years in the swamp. And it's just they can't afford to have him out there. Uh, that's why they only let him out like once a week because it's it's <laughs> the American people can see it for, for themselves. We don't even need to um, cut ads about it or, or show it. I mean, the American people see it. And I don't think the American people are going to vote for that in November. Yeah, and what, what do you, real quick, what do you think of the hypocrisy of Biden coming out and saying that, you know, oh, President Trump's racist and xenophobic, and when he has ties to uh, Robert Byrd and, and the rest of these leading Democrats who for a long time supported, you know, the KKK or racists, and what, what, do, you th- what do you think of that? Do you think that the media is just trying to do a 100% cover-up job for him there, or...? Oh, of course. Um, The interesting thing, well, it's not interesting, it's really uh, the sinister thing about cancel culture is uh, it's totally political. And the people that might be deserving, uh, I I don't believe in it at all. But if anybody deserves to be canceled, it would be Joe Biden. Yeah. (laughs) The things that he said. (laughs) Yeah. He's the guy who got an award from George Wallace and bragged about it and bragged about being on the South side of the civil war. And I don't recall any reporters asking him, does he think, does he wish the South won the civil war? Oh, uh, wow. He literally said that in his life. And it's just ridiculous. You know, they, it's the only attack it's their standby. I mean, they came yeah. up with the Russia collusion hoax, which is just so insane, especially when you look at Obama and Biden's, just feckless, weak foreign policy, letting Putin do whatever he wanted mm-hmm. um, until they lost an election. That was the that was the real danger to democracy because the Democrats lost. Give me a break. Um, but their real go to, which again it goes back to Hillary's irredeemable and deplorable. They always call us racist. I mean, yeah. that's what they do. Um, it's not true. It's so insulting. And really, when they're canceling themselves and they're whitewashing history, it's Democrat history. And those four portraits that Nancy Pelosi removed from the Capitol, the leaders of the Confederacy, they were all Democrats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, they're not, he's not going to be called out on it. But, and it's not, we can go back to the 70s when Joe Biden was saying this, but we don't even need to go back that far. We can go back last year when he said poor kids are just as bright as white kids. Right. What did he I'm need to bring that up? Yeah. Um, we can go back to him until I guess his handlers got it under control. But his standard stump speech last year was bragging about how he was working with the segregationists, his friends, mm-hmm. which, by the way, weren't Republicans. It wasn't it wasn't this. He framed it as some bipartisan, you know, oh, he was reaching all across the aisle, people he yeah. disagreed with. No, he was talking about working with his Democrat friends and his his segregationist pals. So this is recent memory, of course, when he said, you ain't black unless you vote 77-year-old white career politician. How insulting is that? It, and it really goes back to this, this whole mindset of the Democrat Party is, they own you, you know, yes. they, mm-hmm. you don't get out of line, you know, we, you vote for us. And it's really what they took for granted. I mean, Hillary Clinton thought she had the black vote in the, in the bag. They didn't turn out for Hillary because everyone knew what Hillary was. She's just a corrupt fraud. Uh, yes. That's what she is, crooked Hillary. And they knew exactly who she was. They weren't going to go out and vote for her. 
And I think the American people know exactly who Joe Biden is, too. He's a soulless politician, puts his finger up in the wind and wherever it's blown, it's blown far to the left. Yep. His, his party seems to think um, that's where they're moving. Um, he's thrown out any so-called core belief. He Three decades saying, you know, I'm personally pro-choice, but my religion, uh, I'll never, you know, in, push that belief on anyone else. And now he, now he doesn't believe in the Hyde Amendment anymore. Now he's forcing pro-life Americans to pay for taxpayer-funded abortions unlimited. This guy doesn't believe in anything anymore, and as if he ever did. And it really is just going back to that crucial question. And um, they're going to play the race card and everything else. President Trump, he wants every single American to succeed. And that's exactly what he did. I mean, before the pandemic hit, you saw it across the board, opportunities, yep. criminal justice reform, things that all these other politicians claimed that they would get done, they've never delivered. And he, less than four years, delivered so much. And we're getting back. I mean, V-shaped recovery is happening. Biden can laugh it off, again, that arrogant laughter when he knows nothing about creating jobs, never created a job in his life. Um, and so... We're going to get back to that. It's all about equality of opportunity and lifting up everybody, Let, letting everybody have a shot at the American dream. That's what President Trump believes. Biden, nope, they just want to control your life. They just want their power. And that that's what they're all about. Yeah, and I think, I think what scares the left the most is some reasonable people within the party see that they've gone way too far to the left. And I think that scares them. And also... President Trump's just astounding and spectacular record in helping improve the lives of black Americans in this country, you know, through the things you mentioned, like opportunity zones and before the pandemic, you know, record low unemployment. Those things really make a huge difference in the lives of Americans. And President Trump delivered on those those, you know, so-called promises that the left had been making for decades and never delivering. So. I think that's going to be a huge deal. And the historic USMCA deal went into effect last week, um, and the president just hosted the Mexican president at the White House yesterday. Uh, what does this new pact mean for American workers and, and our relationship you know, with our neighbors to the south? And then beyond that, do you think they'll continue to help with border enforcement as they have because President Trump really encouraged them to do so through some, some means? Absolutely. He, you know, did such an incredible job of just calling them out and, mm -hmm. and using using the bully pulpit to protect Americans. Um, you know, this was something that the Democrats denied was happening, said it was a manufactured crisis um, and then tried to just use it for political means. They want open borders. Yep. Um, and President Trump, without President Trump, I mean, he gets real results, and it's so emblematic of why he ran for the presidency in the first place. He didn't have to, but he wanted. He saw what was happening in the country, and he wanted restore, to restore America to greatness. And how can you be America if you don't have a border? They've just you've just seen this for years. Politicians not following through on their promises. You mentioned the USMCA. It's getting zero news coverage. It's the yep. biggest trade deal ever signed. It's bigger than China phase one. It's probably even more important, not in the sense of um, holding China accountable. We're going to be doing that. That That's the bigger national security threat. But in terms of trade and our biggest trade partners, it's going to create 600,000 jobs. 
It went into effect last week. It's got no coverage. And oh, by the way, NAFTA is gone. Yeah. Again, <laughs> what was 2016 about? It, it, wasn't just, it wasn't just about NAFTA. That's not what I'm saying. But it was about people being so jaded by politics because you vote for one guy who says he's going to do something and he never does it. And both parties, they, they didn't follow through. You vote for ch- hope and change. Nothing changed. And then they send Barack your job Obama. overseas to China. <laughs> exactly. They sold out all of our interests to overseas to enrich themselves. And Barack Obama said in 2007 and 2008, I didn't just start talking about yeah. bad trade <laughs> deals like NAFTA because I started running for president. Well, yes, you did, because you never did anything about it in eight years. You didn't do it. Mm-hmm darn thing about it. And President Trump has been railing against this bad trade deal that Clinton, uh, the Clintons brought us for decades. He's been railing against it. And he came to Washington and guess what? Immediately started the process of renegotiating it. They worked really hard on it. They got a great deal, uh, completely got rid of NAFTA. Nancy Pelosi sat on it for a year um delaying i mean this should have already been into effect imagine how much even better this v-shaped recovery would be it's going to be great because of the usmc and the foundation that the president built by lowering taxes and lowering regulation just opening up the free market uh, and competition but they they stonewalled they didn't do anything and democrats they do not care they do they just want power they don't want to deliver solutions it's the same thing with the the police reform bill that Senator Scott brought. And you, let's have a debate. Let's let's work together. No, nope. right. Kamala Not Harris. Even willing to talk. No, in order to get higher on Biden's VP list, you have to stop solutions for the American people. That's how cynical they are. It's all about power. It's all about dividing everybody up and trying to use it for their political advantage. President Trump is not about that at all. He wakes up. He says, "What can we do today?" to help the country, to put us in a better position, whether it's trade, whether it's national security, whether it's the economy, all these issues. USMCA is just one example of finally getting someone in Washington that is doing what they said they were going to do. And that's really important. That's why we're so unified as a Republican party. We're so sick and tired of being lied to by career politicians who had never made a job in their life but had the audacity to tell us how we should live our lives well they got rich and all our jobs went overseas i mean mm-hmm. that's that was a huge issue that's what president trump came to washington to fix and he's been doing it and we're going to continue to do it in the second term and all those politicians are just so fake i've heard had so many people tell me you know president exactly. trump's just a normal american right like he doesn't you know have focus group tested talking points and stuff like that. He just tells you what's on his mind. And I, I think people really love promises that. made, promises kept. Yeah, and he's the same. I will tell you, he is the same person in public and in private. He mm-hmm. it, and it, they always owe oh, these stupid fact checks and everything else. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> he's the most honest president we've ever had. He makes a decision he'll tell you exactly why he made that decision and it won't change. He's not saying something different to different groups of people. No, he he believes in the country, wants to deliver for the country. And it's so refreshing to finally have someone not just out there for votes, mm-hmm. not just out there for power, but he's results oriented. He's a builder, he's a doer. 
that's what America is all about. He wants to actually bring solutions to the American people, and that's what he's going to continue to do. Yeah, I mean, he, you have it right there, and America First is is definitely resonating with the public. Real quick before we wrap up, uh, you mentioned China and how that's definitely our biggest national security threat. We totally agree there. Um, the president's signaling that there's going to be some more things to come on that front uh, in the future. Do you think that China is absolutely the largest like geopolitical existential threat that the world faces right now? I think you're seeing the world kind of band together on this. The UK is moving kind of in concert with us. Where do you think that kind of goes over the next near future? Absolutely. And I think every uh, country would agree right now that has had to deal with this pandemic. China is certainly the biggest threat. I mean, they ground the world economy to a halt. Uh, the, the hundreds of thousands of people who have lost their lives because they lied to the world. Um, President Trump's committed, and I know Secretary of State Pompeo's committed to getting the truth out of China, but really holding them accountable. President mm -hmm. Trump is the only person to take a tough line against China uh, in decades. Again, we mentioned the Clintons with the bad NAFTA deal. What, all, what else did he do going out the door? Uh, he let them into the World Trade Organization. We That is a direct consequence of the loss of our manufacturing base and millions of jobs and livelihoods. While Washington grew and grew and grew, and grew in their power and grew in their financial situation. But the rest of the country, the forgotten men and women were left behind. He was the first president, President Trump, to say, not on my watch, we're gonna get a better deal. We're gonna have reciprocal trade and we're gonna start making things in America again. I know they're working on uh, more incentivizing, bringing our medical manufacturing back to yeah. the United States. This is what's so, talk about frustrating Democrats, they have nothing else, so they have to try to use and blame a pandemic from communist China and put it at the president's feet. It's completely untrue. But going forward, I mean, the American people understand we cannot be beholden to a regime that hates freedom and does, yep. does not like the United States. And we cannot have 80 to 90 percent of our medical uh, prescription, uh, those drugs, those basic drugs coming from China. That's just unacceptable. It's absolutely a threat. And, you know, President Trump's been talking about this for so long. His administration has been working on this for so long. And another promises that he made in 2016 that he followed through on uh, as regards to trade, but also labeling them a currency manipulator, mm -hmm. uh, the tough stance against Huawei. And now we're talking about banning TikTok. I mean, what happened to the Democrats' concerns about foreign interference in right. our politics? Yeah. <laughs> China. I mean, it, it's always been China. So this administration is going to continue to do that. I know they're working so hard on it, and we're going to bring back that core manufacturing. We are. Last summer, President Trump signed an executive order that uh, was already incentivizing governments or government agencies to focus on buying American to incentivize that more development of our manufacturing. That's going to continue. It's going to accelerate. And remember, this is what Barack Obama and Joe Biden said, you'd need a magic wand to bring back. Yep. They said those jobs were gone. So they're not going to bring them back. Um, they, they've, they've had their time in Washington and they failed to deliver real results for the American people. But 
I think what's, you know, you look at back at what happened this year, all of those months that the Democrats wasted our time, they wasted our money, there's mm-hmm. secret bunker hearings on Ukraine, they didn't do a single hearing on China. As this was spreading, as they were lying about it, they were going through an impeachment sham based on based on a phone call with Ukraine about aid that Barack Obama and Joe Biden never delivered. Mm-hmm. President Trump delivered it three times. It's ridiculous, but I think the American people really see that you're not you didn't have the interests of our country first. You wasted our time on all these political vendettas, these partisan witch hunts that ended for, for that found nothing. They're mm-hmm. continuing to do it, and they didn't hold a single hearing on China. That has always been the real threat. The administration will continue to hold them accountable. We have to, because this is this is one of the biggest issues facing not just our country, but the world. And we've seen the consequences of the failures of the previous administrations and ceding so much power to China. It's had devastating consequences for the world, and we have to correct that. Absolutely. I mean, it's so refreshing to see a president finally, you know, standing up to China because for years and years we've just been getting rolled by them. And so before before your current role as the RNC national spokesperson, uh, you were one of us, part of the conservative media at the Washington Free Beacon. I just wanted to know, you know, on a personal level, what's it like to be on the front lines of this battle every day as the national spokesperson uh, for the future of America during a time like this? Well, it's exciting. Um, It's not always easy, Mm -hmm. but I will say, you know, we have, it goes back to just us being so united and it being, you know, fun to defend America and root for America. I mean, imagine saying it's a bad thing to cheerlead for America. Um, It's just amazing. We live in such crazy times. The media and Democrats are just so extreme, uh, they're they're pushing such a hateful agenda, really, that is out to destroy it. So we just have to continue to press on. Um, they're never going to give us the benefit of the doubt. They're never going to give us any credit for what we do, what the president has done. But I think he has been so inspiring to so many of us and to actually fight back. And mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's something that um, Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany said the other night on Fox, and she said how, you know, I'm not going to let them play the same game they play with every Republican that comes to this town, every Republican that actually stands up for what they believe in. And it's the same game. It happened before President Trump. It's going to happen after him. But it's the fight for freedom and it's yes. the, the fight for our country. We're not perfect. Nobody ever pretended we were. We're all infallible human beings. But guess what? America is the greatest country that's yeah. ever been known to man. Yeah. And it's going to continue to be as long as we keep our constitution in place and keep our founding principles and continue to build a more perfect union. And that's what that's what this is all about. So it's interesting. It's clearly different than being in conservative media. Yeah. I miss it sometimes, for sure. Mm-hmm. I miss my friends at the Free Beacon, but they're doing incredible work, too, as you guys are at Town Hall. Um, but I think it's been inspiring to have a lot of fighters out there for the country. And um, 
you know, we have it so much easier. We're so blessed. I mean, yeah. we don't do we don't do the hard stuff. We we're not out there actually risking our lives and our fortunes, our sacred right. honor. We're just out there trying to defend against you know these baseless attacks and and the really rewriting of our history and the anti-American um, progress this far left radical movement that has just taken over the culture. We have to speak out and we have to keep be strong and can continue to fight for what's right. Yeah. And I think a lot of times me and Matt have said to each other, that's really what gives us the energy is the fact that we have Donald Trump in office, the fighter that he is. You know, it's fine. It's nice to finally have someone that'll not just yeah punch back. Exactly. To look for an uppercut to the liberal media. Finally, for once. They they fight so dirty. (laughs) They are just they have no ethics. They have no fairness. They're such hypocrites. And, you know, President Trump is going to he's going to punch back as he should. Don't seed them anything. They play so unfair. We'll play we'll play fair, but we'll set the record straight mm-hmm. and we'll we'll speak up and defend ourselves. And we have to. And if not, you see what happens when you appease the mob. Uh, they just take over more and more territory and they go on to the next victim. I mean, that's why you saw those writers on the left finally writing an open letter saying, oh, don't come for me, because they will. You have to stand up against this. It's it's a really dangerous ideology and it's it's totally anti-American. We have to fight, fight back. Totally agree. Yes. Well, thank you so much for for joining us here and taking so much time for your day. And thanks for all your work on behalf of Keeping America Great. We hope you'll uh, come back a few more times before the election. Yes, I will. Thanks for having me. And as you just heard from Liz, it is more important than ever that we reelect President Trump. And President Trump needs you on his team. President Trump has a huge announcement for his top supporters. We will be celebrating the 2020 Republican National Convention this summer, and he wants you to enter for your chance to join him at the convention. If you win, the team will cover the flight, hotel, and give you VIP passes for yourself and a guest. All you have to do is text GUEST to 88022 today for your chance to meet President Trump at the convention. Again, that's GUEST, G-U-E-S-T, to 88022 to enter to win this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to be his special guest. This message was paid for by Donald J. Trump for President Incorporated. All right, guys, you got to text GUEST to 88022. We need you on President Trump's team. This is another way that you can really step up and make things happen. All right, so now uh, we'll move on with the rest of the show. Liz is just great. Like She's just one of us. I I love her so much. She's the best. Um, And she's out there fighting for us, thank God, because... Honestly. No treat for her to join us today. I know she's yeah. incredibly busy fighting all the left-wing bullshit out there. So. Yep, that's for sure. Thank you, again. Um, so let's talk a little more <laughs> about awesome. the, the liberal cities falling apart here because yeah. crime is skyrocketing. We have children just being killed by needless violence. And the liberal media seems not to want to talk about it at all. No, 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 we no. Have, I mean, this this list of, of, of killed children is just... So we have an eight-year-old from Hoover, Alabama, Royda Giles Jr., and was shot. Yeah. Jace Young, six years old of San Francisco. Again, we talked about Sequoia Turner in Atlanta, Georgia. Natalia Wallace, seven years old in Chicago, Illinois. 
Devon McNeil, 11, of Washington, D.C., a six-year-old unnamed boy in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, shot in the chest on Sunday in Philadelphia, a four-year-old Carson Walker in Gallivant Ferry, North Carolina, a 14-year-old boy in Chicago, Illinois, a 12-year-old girl, Elena Sadie, and Michaela Orsorno in, in Delano, California. I mean, but defund the police, Storm. Can you believe that? Yeah. Like, I, I, to me, that is just crazy. Yeah. It's just totally crazy. And you have Joe Biden, like we said, yeah. he's now saying police have become the enemy. And we should absolutely defund them. Yeah. Well, and you know, that's a Simone Sanders line right there. Oh, 100%. That's definitely, 100%. this is her doing well, remember, and, and her ilk in, in, on that team. Remember just, what, three weeks ago he yeah. said, no, we shouldn't defund the police. Oh, yeah. Now, you know, he yeah. knows that the leftists are yeah. out of control yeah. and that if he wants any chance of getting their vote, he has to say defund he, the he's police. He's trying to get those enthusiasm numbers up. Which, They're not well, good. the problem is it may gain him back some Democrats, but yeah. it will lose him independence. Yeah. Because by, it's nearly 70% of the country does yeah. not want the police defunded. Yeah. Let's listen to this clip of his bumbling bullshit when he's talking about this. Uh, surplus military equipment for law enforcement. They don't need that. The last thing you need is an up-armored Humvee coming into a neighborhood. It's like the military invading. They don't know anybody. They become the enemy. They're supposed to be protecting these people. So my generic point is but that... Do we agree that we can redirect some of the funding? Yes, absolutely. One of the things that we also need to be doing. I mean, the guy oh can't even God. put a sentence together. For, we're going to talk yeah. about his gaffes a little yeah, more. I mean, but. For every one voter he'll get in like urban America, he'll lose two in the suburbs yep. with, with this, with nonsense like that. So. Yep. And as all this is happening, police departments across the country, more specifically the NYPD, are seeing record retirement numbers. Yeah. It's so bad, in fact, that the NYPD is now limiting retirement applications. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, they are maxing out on the number of appointments per day they can take for people to come in and file their paperwork. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's essentially a 411% increase of this period this year over last year. Yeah. You have hundreds of police officers that are retiring, which is going to lead to eventually thousands less cops on the streets yep. in New York. Yep. And what we know what I that mean, leads to. I mean, can you blame them? Can you blame oh, them? They're being trashed in the media, trashed by Democrat politicians, and you know it, it's actually even more catastrophic because you have a lot of veterans who are approaching their 20-year mark, Storm. Mm -hmm. Usually cops, when they hit the 20 years, they do their 20 years of, of service, they, they retire, they get their pension. There's a whole wave of them that were already about to, to retire prior to all of this rioting and, 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 and whatnot. So you have it's, – it's going to be bad. And, and you have de Blasio cutting a billion dollars from the department on top yeah, of that. That's and, the, and the overtime is being cut. When well, they, overtime canceled, is they cut, canceled the next incoming academy class as well. Oh, my God. Yep. What? So, okay. So that <laughs> – when the overtime is cut, why wouldn't you leave? No, I know. Why wouldn't you leave? I know. It's horrible. It's terrible. What's happening? You know, why would – and I say this all the time. Why would you – I get why police officers do it, and it's these are incredibly brave individuals, but – why would you want to do a job and go risk your life every day for people that hate you? Yeah. Like, what? how does that – I mean, I can't even imagine how that feels, right, as an yeah. officer. You're at home. You're putting on your bulletproof vest to go out onto your job for the day yeah. knowing that half the public out there hates your guts. And once you're dead. And wouldn't be upset if you were dying. Yeah, once yeah. you're dead. I mean, honestly, it's, it's getting – 
<laughs> well, we stand with police. Yeah. And we love, those... our, as Trump says, we love our police. Yeah, we, we love, love our police. We yeah. love our law enforcement. Yep. Except, of course, for the corruptest fuck FBI. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Which we're going to get some progress yes. on. Yes. Uh, and it's now coming out that Durham might have indictments ready by Labor Day. <gasps> Uh, according to investigative reporter John Solomon, is whose sources at the Department of Justice say that could happen. And apparently there are dozens of criminal referrals out. Ooh. We could see major indictments, and that would be, you know, we talk about being four months out from the election, right? That could be a cataclysmic like ground shifting of the election, right? Because yeah. if you have numerous Obama officials who are being indicted for what they did to the president illegally at yeah. the beginning of this term, uh -huh. I think that has the chance to completely reshape the election narrative, right? Yeah. So that's why, especially when we look at these polls that say, oh, Biden's winning, Biden's winning. We got four months to go, guys. Yeah. Remember where we were four months ago from now. We were at the beginning of March, we hadn't even gone into lockdowns yet, mm -hmm. right? So just keep keep that in mind that that, I think, is going to play a huge role. We also have the DOJ fighting back and announcing a series of indictments, a fresh round of indictments for rioters who have destroyed property or have beaten people or looting, arson, vandalism. Good. Um, well, Barr said he's he's going to find these people. Yeah, exactly. If, 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 they're, on, now, if they're on video, he's going to find I them. I think we now have close to 1,000 arrests. Yeah. So that's very, very tremendous. Lock them up. Uh, we also have – we're kind of going speed round here. Yeah, yeah. The – WHO, or the Chinese Health yeah. Organization, as you'd like to call it, yeah. uh, announced, or uh, the president announced that on Tuesday, the United States will formally withdraw from the World Health yeah. Organization. Bye-bye. Um, he it's, previously yeah. announced that, you know, we were terminating our relationship, holding funding, blah, 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 but this is official. So, bye-bye. Yeah, see ya. Bye-bye, <laughs> WHO, yeah. CHO. It's China infested. You can't, yeah. you can't. Wuhan I mean, Tedros. Yeah, Wuhan Tedros is, is we should start our nonsense. Own. We should start our own. You know, world health. World health. Yeah, actually, I'll do it. <laughs> who too? Who too? <laughs> New who? Yeah, who? The sequel. <laughs> All right, let's talk a little bit about Joe Biden as we wrap up today's show. We'll we'll end it on a high note because yeah. you have Joe Biden. Right. <laughs> I, I I I like when I talk about Joe Biden, I kind of become him a little yeah. bit because I I don't even know how to put into words this guy's mental acuity. I'm Joe Biden's husband, Joe Biden. Yeah, <laughs> right. And then yesterday, yesterday, and the and the uh, uh, president's social media guy, Dan Scavino, put out a great video of this that we're going to play for you in a second. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, he was reading from a teleprompter. Oh God! And he still could not put the sentences together. <laughs> and I, I honestly, it's so sad. It is so so sad what they're doing to this yeah. guy. I mean, it is and elder abuse. It's it, it, it really point, it, it, it's, it's absolutely you know what it's it's becoming it's it's not it's not healthy and because of healthy. this like we talked about with Liz, liberal columnists now say no debates yeah no debates you, if that I mean that was how long was that speech what maybe what twenty five minutes yeah about let's let's just average a little that. bit less I think, yeah, yeah maybe a little bit less remember these debates are two hours mm -hmm. 
two hours? Well, he has to not keep to it mention, oh, it's, no, not, no, no, no. it's not a teleprompter. Oh, yeah, not a teleprompter. He has you don't the have the questions before unless, no, of course, they're given to well, him, which yeah. I very well could be, yeah. honestly. And it's against Trump who's going to attack. Bernie Sanders had this buddy-buddy, I'm not going to attack yeah. you. You know, we got to unite as uh, Democrats to beat Trump thing when they had their debates on CNN. That's not going to be the case. Trump is going to – it's going to be ugly. Mm-hmm. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be like an Ike Turner beating. And it's just going <laughs> to – and I, I just I, – I can I, – I see why Karen Tumulty and some columnists at, at other liberal outlets are, are saying maybe, you know, with, with Storm, with COVID, we right. shouldn't have the debates now. Cancel the debates. No. No, no, no. Well, there's no reason for that because uh, you could stand six feet apart on the stage. You can. And, okay. <laughs> and there could be no audience. Right, right. You, you know? don't need an audience. Need in an fact, audience. I prefer debates without audiences, as we saw with that one with the DNC. Yeah. It was more substantive. Yep. And you could see and clearly the candidates. Yeah. They got through yeah. it. Yep. No one's trying to angle for like applause lines, even though you're not supposed to do that, but they still do it anyway. So <laughs> they put out a uh, – Dan Scavino put out a great video, a basically supercut of Joe Biden's gaffes from this one sit-down interview. Oh, God. Which they don't say was teleprompted, but I could tell by where his eyes were going that <laughs> someone was typing into the teleprompter as he was answering <laughs> questions, right? Because you could see he's trying to read it, yeah. but he can't comprehend what is where the sentence is going. Yeah. So listen to the cadence in his voice, right? Okay, so let's let's roll that, and then we'll wrap up today's show. All of a sudden, this phrase, this phrase everybody's been woked. Well, guess what? The rest of the working class people in America have been awakened and realized, whoa, you know, back in the 30s, when we had the first breakthrough in terms of what and for, uh, having union movement be able to move. Lonnie knows I believe this every fiber of my being. We're posed. I, what I propose is, is it can be done. I think we're in a position to, to really make it happen. And my team and your team, already working closely together on politics like prevailing and look yes i'm I'm getting i'm I'm taking too much time but you know and so you asked other parts of a question i i can't remember what what other ones were what was the other part jump back in can you hear me at least i know you. i can hear you I I forget what the other parts of the question. I can hear you. Well, folks, you know my theory about this. He's dead. Oh yeah. It's either he has dementia or this body double is not working out. (laughs) Everybody loves that theory. You know, that's all I hear from my friends about is how Matt's right about Biden being dead. So who knows? I did how you I did like how you were like, don't ask Liz that question. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to. I wanted to. He wanted to ask her so bad. So bad about But I would not let him. (laughs) So you have a special research team uh, looking into the 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 pod the the, the Biden pod person that they got? (laughs) Oh man. That's some crazy shit. Well, if but that doesn't, I can, I can see why they don't want fucking debates. I can yeah, see that now. Exactly. Jeez. If that doesn't cement for you oh. why we can't have Joe Biden as president, perhaps this yeah. will. President Trump has a huge announcement for his top supporters. We will be celebrating the 2020 Republican National Convention this summer, and he wants you to enter for your chance to join him at the convention. If you win, the team will cover the flight, hotel, and give you VIP passes for yourself and a guest. All you have to do is text GUEST 
to 88022 today for your chance to meet President Trump at the convention. Again, that's guest, G-U-E-S-T, to 88022 to enter to win this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to be his special guest. This message was paid for by Donald J. Trump for President Incorporated. And uh, we're going to wrap up today's show. Matt's got to get on the road. We're not going to stick him in traffic. But uh, we will be back here on Tuesday for another episode of Triggered with another special guest, Colonel Kurt Schlichter. Oh. We'll be here to discuss his new book, The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You. But we'll only discuss 10 because you have to read the book to finish out the book. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give you maybe seven. We'll give you a third of the book. But uh, he also will be on fire about this liberal mob bullshit because if you read his columns at townhall.com, you know that he is one of the biggest patriots out there. And uh, we will be back here with him. That's going to be an exciting one. Uh, If you want a preview of how that episode will be, go back and listen to the Kurt Schlichter special that we had. I forget what number episode it was. It was like 87. It might have we been have to that go early. Way back. It was way back, way back. Where you know we're coming yeah. up on. Uh, when did we start this podcast? August. August of what? Twenty seventeen. Is this three years or 20, two years? Two years. Two years. Okay, twenty eighteen we started, yeah. and we're coming up on two hundred episodes. Yeah. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Yes. Follow us on Twitter at Triggered T H M, and uh, we will be back here on Tuesday for another episode. Of Triggered. Have a great weekend. See you then.